We're here, Rocky and Meisty, from Studio 410, up in this city. Where are we located again? Doesn't matter. Doesn't We're matter. everywhere. Doesn't matter. The only thing that matters right now... Is that you're listening. You're listening to the Rocky and Meisty Show, and we have some amazing content for you tonight. It's going to be great. Please listen, and let us know what you think after. You can text us at our hotline, which is... Always, always, 810-990-MAKE. That's 6253-810-990-MAKE. See, we're already having wonderful chemistry over here. Wonderful. Okay. It's out of this world. <laughs> Finishing each other's sentences. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay, so some of the headlines, I just want to run through some of the headlines that we're going to do. We talk about Lakers, LeBron. <sighs> Big shot last night. Got Huge. the Lakers within two, two he, games in the lost column. This okay. that himself recruited AD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't know we were going in that direction. Oh, that's shy. But uh, we, don't, we don't want to tamper. Got themselves within two games in the lost column of the, of the eighth and final seed. Um, and then we're going to talk about Dwayne Wade's big game winner last night. Huge. The Celtics did not do so well under pressure last night, which we talked about in the last podcast. They, they were the clutchest team in the NBA. Nick Foles, Robert Kraft, a lot of great stuff to get into. First, I want you to go ahead and subscribe to our channel, The Rocky and Meisty Show. You can find it on podcast, on Google, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, and many other platforms. Please go ahead and subscribe. Okay, let's get it started. Number one, I want to give a shout out to our recent texter that texted us and suggested that we. He didn't talk. give a name though. He didn't give a name. It was anonymous, which is fine. It's which okay. is fine. Always. But he texted us and suggested that we talk more about the Robert Kraft situation, and that we talk more about baseball. So I just want to put this out there. We will definitely talk about oh, baseball. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Huge news today Hang about Bryce there. Harper. It's something we'll, we will touch Obviously. on today as well. Um, but. Baseball is its still the beginning of spring training. As it gets closer to the season, as the season progresses, we will definitely discuss that a little more. Much more. Anyway, Robert Kraft is something we're, we're going we're to get to a little later as well. We're not going to talk about it for too long. We want to stick to the sports aspects of things. But we'll talk about it for a few minutes. Let's start with LeBron James and the Lakers. LeBron James last night clutched three-pointer to put the Lakers up two possessions and with under 30 seconds left. <coughs> LeBron James has been known to be a clutch player throughout his career. Started off a little rough in that aspect in the beginning of his career, but now has been extremely clutch. So, here is the question that I want to ask you. First of all, we have seen some comments from LeBron over the last week that have been a little, little questionable. Little question. Number one, he said, if you're going to let distractions overcome you, then LA is the wrong place. And we saw him last night not joining the huddle during a timeout. Right. couple of, 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 of questionable things. I don't personally put too much into... Those types of things, right. but th- it does, is this affecting the chemistry of the Lakers, and will this result in them not making the playoffs? Well, I I believe that there is no playoff run for the Lakers this year. LeBron, I I believe it's his first time in his career not in the playoffs. Um, I think that one, I think that it's just they're not there's not enough talent. I don't think that uh, I don't know if it's a co- coaching issue. I don't know where the issue is. But I don't think LeBron has it in him to make that push. Now, if who the you know whoever is ahead of them in in the in the West, they can fall if they have losing streaks. That gives LeBron a chance. But I don't know about uh, you know teams like the Spurs. Just at this point of the season, we've always seen them do well at the end, you know coming down the stretch. So we'll see what happens. And I think also the the aspect of uh, the Lonzo Ball. Well, with Lonzo Ball out, to me is is one of the biggest things. I don't think that a guy... Raj Rondo's great, don't get me wrong. But the issue with, with that is that he's not a scorer. And, and yeah, we have hey, Lonzo Ball, there's all the, his, his father, the media. Put all things aside, he's a great ball player and he knows how to run. He brings down the ball. It's a threat when he's bringing down the ball that he can score. When, when Raj Rondo's out, you can, take, you can be in the paint and he's not going to shoot a three. Right? With Lonzo, you got to Although he has up. improved in that aspect. Uh, he is. Oh, don't get me wrong. But 
Lonzo Ball, I think with Lonzo Ball out is the big reason. And next year, whether or not they do get Anthony Davis or whoever else they can get, with him healthy and LeBron James, that's all they really need. How about you, Aki? So, okay, so I just want to point out, uh, to your point, you said that the Lakers are, miss Lonzo Ball very much, and the Lakers are actually 3.7 points worse per, per 100 possessions without Lonzo Ball on the court. So your point is well-founded. I will say, though, that I still think that the Lakers are going to make the playoffs, and here's why. Two words, LeBron James. Let me tell you why. He's old! LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James, okay? When he left... With an injury against the Golden player. State Warriors in December, they were the number four seed in the West. Correct. They have, since his injury... Have fallen. In his 17-game absence, have fallen is, is, is an understatement. In his 17-game absence, they went 6-11. and 11, Okay? They went 6-11 and 11 and fell to the number nine seed outside of the playoff race. Okay. But I am attributing this fall of the Lakers completely to LeBron losing. If you want to tell, look at the last year, the team that he brought to the NBA Finals. Unbelievable. A team, no Kyrie Irving last year. They had Kevin Love on half, uh, uh, barely, you know. Barely. They traded for Jordan Clarkson and Rodney Hood and Larry Nance in, in the trade deadline. These are mediocre players. Look, he has legitimate talent. Legitimate talent on this year's roster. I mean, look at it. We all know what Brandon Ingram has brought to the ta- has brought to the table this year. We all know what Kyle Kuzma. Those young guys have done fantastic. And then Rajon Rondo and JaVale McGee coming off the bench have been great pieces for the Lakers. Right. Contavious Caldwell-Polk, great pieces for the Lakers. Missing Lonzo Ball has been a big factor to them. Okay, and Kuzma. I'm not so going to mention Kuzma. Absolutely, Kuzma. Kuzma and Ma- even Josh Hart. Josh right. Hart has, has, has been upcoming. They have so out. many, oh, so many good there. players this year. This, is, this roster is way better than the Cavaliers roster. And look what he was able to do with that roster last right. year. When I look at it from that perspective, I think that there's no doubt that LeBron James can lead this Lakers team to the playoffs. I'm not a prophet. I cannot tell the future. So, obviously, I don't know for sure. But come on. I mean, yes, there's 20 <coughs> games left. As I said, LeBron James, fantastic performance last night. Put up 33 points on 13 of 24 shooting and 10 assists, 6 rebounds. Fantastic performance last night. LeBron James' numbers from this year are LeBron James' numbers. They're always He's LeBron. been playing great. He's been playing fantastic when he's on the court. That 17-game absence is the main reason they are on the outside looking in right now, in my opinion. Though they lost two straight games prior to last night's win. I still believe that LeBron James can go ahead and bring this team to the playoffs. Now, the one thing I disagree, and, and the reason why I'm not gonna is, is that I don't agree with you, is because during those 17 games, look up who they played. They played two of them against the Golden State Warriors. They played, I believe they played Houston in that in that stretch. But that's 11 losses. 11 I, losses. I understand. That doesn't explain 11 losses. But the, the teams that the matchups obviously and they should and and and. And and with Lonzo Ball also going out during that time he went out, yeah, right. So at what I don't know the exact numbers, but at what point did Lonzo Ball go out while LeBron James was out? Did LeBron James going out hurt them? Yes. Did Lonzo Ball going out hurt them? Yes. Yeah, but which one? Which, which one is bigger? Obviously, I don't even have to say LeBron James is much bigger. There's no doubt about it. Not even a question. But not bigger, astronomically bigger. It's not even close. It's not even close. It's not even LeBron. He's the best player in the world, of course. But I think that the fact is that LeBron James needs Lonzo Ball to push that team over the edge. And if Lonzo can't, I don't know the injury. I don't know the stat. The the, the I don't know the status on him. But if he doesn't, he can't make it back. There's not even a. I don't. I and I. I you know what, Bo? Let's say you're right, and they do. They make the playoffs. What then? 
You think there's a run in LeBron? That's another argument. That's another argument. You want to say that they sneak in with the eighth seed and lose in five to the Warriors either way. That's another story. First of all, it would make for an extremely entertaining yeah, first round battle. Yeah, oh, for sure. Even if it's not on the court, at least off the court oh, with the headlines that would surround such yeah. a such a first round match. I would think be it'd incredible. be overrated to the point. I mean, with the Golden State Warriors, I'm not even. That's a different discussion for a whole other time that we can spend hours on. Well, everyone could. State Who Warriors. doesn't like the Warriors watching the Warriors now? I mean, they're getting a little boring, but watching them, yeah. Top notch. I find the Nets more entertaining sometimes. Yeah, the Angela Russell knows this. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lonzo Ball is an important p- piece of this team, and I agree with you on that point. I agree with you on that point. But come on, six and eleven without LeBron. I don't know how many of those games Lonzo will have to look that up. I don't know how many of those games Lonzo missed as well. All I know is that the team had locker room problems, had off the court problems while LeBron in LeBron's absence. And when LeBron's not there, the team falls apart. The team was up and coming last year. And they finished with the twelfth seed in the, in, the, in the. They finished with the twelfth seed in the East, in the West. This year, they're the tenth seed in the West. Last year, they okay. had a lot of injuries. Also, they had a lot of injuries. Granted, but they have a good young core. Of course. That was upcoming last year. They figured, oh, we get LeBron James in here, we can be one of the four or five best teams in the West. Well, guess what? They were before, before LeBron James went out. They were. They were the fourth team. They were the fourth seed in the West. And I'm not saying they were gonna. I'm not saying if LeBron James played all 17 games, they would have been the fourth yeah. seed in the West today. They Not sure as heck would have been in the playoff race right. too. Because it wouldn't have been six and eleven. Let's say they're five hundred. Let's say they're nine and whatever, seventeen games. They're nine and eight. Right. Say they're nine and eight, and that's three games. I mean, they're in the they're in the seventh seed at this point, sixth seed at this point. Because both the eighth seed, there's two games right. in, back in the loss column from both the eighth seed and the seventh seed. Right. Yeah, that, that's a tight race as well. It's a tight I, race. I don't. I I love the West. But there's always a tight race going on there, and and I love that we're going to be talking about it more and more. Yeah. In our future. As podcast, I, I mean, the playoffs. The NBA playoffs is our central topic for the next couple months. Yeah, because, I mean, I, and the draft and baseball opening season, but the NBA playoffs. If you don't like yeah. basketball, you don't. You <laughs> and don't and like NHL this, playoffs, you don't like that. Yeah, and NHL playoffs coming out, and we'll have our expert Mark. Yeah, Mark will expert, join us Mark then. Will join, yes, we'll definitely have to have Mark when we bring up the NFL and the NHL playoffs. Absolutely. Um, okay, so I want to shift things to the East for a second over here. Okay, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Dwayne Wade. Last wow. Night. If if you guys didn't see this game winner, go pause, go, go out pause. Just pause. Yes, we're giving you all the permission but, in the world. Pa- but don't but don't just not pause and not come back. Come back and listen. But come pause back and listen and watch this. this come back because this yeah because this I I'm I'm almost I'm almost tempted to play it on my computer right here. It's. And, 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 and see how we react to it because every time I watched it ten times and I'm not a Heat fan, I'm not a Warriors fan, no rooting interests in either in either side. That was just incredible to see. I mean, a guy at that age in his last year, a Hall of Famer, one of the best shooting guards of all time. Yeah. The ball got... It, it was incredible. The ball got batted out of his hands Dang. with three seconds left. With about... Not even... Less than two seconds left. And he sort of gets it in the air, lifts one foot so that he's behind the three-point line and, and nails a shot off the it. backboard. Down by two against the Golden State Warriors. Up, no, they were, I thought, they, they t- were down by, down two, by two against correct, the Golden correct, State correct, Warriors. Correct. An incredible shot in his last career game against the Warriors. I mean, first of all, let's just give a tribute. Dwayne Wade has had an incredible career. Yes. Three NBA championships and, 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 and a championship and an NBA Finals MVP. I mean, one of the best shooting guards of all time. He's, let's give a hand for Dwayne Wade. We don't have an, our, our applause yeah, yet. We don't have our applause Not tonight. We'll have to do the sound effects uh, for you later. Okay, shifting things to the East. As I said, we want to talk about the Celtics for a second. Right. Because we were here on the record saying Monday night that, listen, Celtics are the clutchest team in the NBA. Look, it's backed up by statistics, by clutch clutch points per possession. 
per clutch points per clutch they possession. They were not clutch. <laughs> they were not clutch last night. I mean, Kyrie Irving scored two points down the stretch. He had a couple shots. We were watching the last few, last seven minutes of the game. We saw Kyrie Irving had two shots blocked down yeah. the stretch, and he he, well, he lost the handle on a few balls. And Kyrie Irving, fourth clutchest player in the NBA according to advanced statistics, an extremely clutch player. We know that he has a name for being a clutch player. Right. What happened with the Celtics last night? Well, as Doris Burke put it, <laughs> that why did he take that? Why did Marcus Smart? Smart. Take that shot at the end. <laughs> Doris literally asked the question, and we were sitting here like, I don't know, Doris. That's that's finally you said. You're the like, expert, Doris. You yeah, tell us. I mean, that was something that even Doris Burke couldn't tell us, and she knows a lot of information. Yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, that was no doubt, Doris but, Burke. Uh, but <laughs> you can't, you can't. No, but to get it, getting back onto it, I, I, you know what? Yeah, those guys are clutch, and you know what? They they're gonna make the playoffs this year, hopefully. I'd love to see the Celtics in the playoffs. Yeah, who wouldn't? Right, and, and, and to make a run as well. Yeah, and, and to make a, a deep run, I would. I mean, it's it's not going to be easy, but I think at the end of the day, Kyrie Irving and will will come will come. I mean, look what they did last year. Last year, right day one, Gordon Hayward went down, and we all were like, "Well, there's that season," and did boy did they make a run, and they made a good run, and. They they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, and uh, obviously LeBron James is LeBron James, and we all know the story. But it to me it was it was incredible to see you know the guys like Jason Tatum step up and and Kyrie Irving step up major. I mean the guy stepped up in those play in in that in that in, in the playoffs and 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 Marcus um, even Marcus Smart and and Jalen Brown. I'm saying all these all these guys. Really, really stepped up into this, into it, and I think they go deep in the playoffs. So I'm not worried about the game against the Portland Trailblazers, who are great defenders, by the way. I mean, the Portland Trailblazers. They, look at the score of the game. The score is 97 to 92. Today's NBA, that's like 110 third. points is a standard. That's like the third quarter. Yeah. Yeah, you're still watching the game. It's 97, 92. You're yep. like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But like we said, I mean, I I don't know. I, I'm not so worried about the Boston Celtics. They're probably still the clutchest team, and and, and they'll go deep into the playoffs. And I I even think they'll. I we might see them in in the finals. And I I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not making my call now, but I'm saying I will not be shocked to see the Boston Celtics in the finals. One thing I find incredible about the Boston Celtics is that their roster from top to bottom stacked, and regardless of how stacked it is, people still seem to underrate the team itself. It's disgusting. I don't understand it. I mean, look at what they happened last year. I mean, I, I, I can point to this as much as I want. Plenty of podcasts do that. Right. They point, look what the Celtics did last year. But for some reason, now we're forgetting. Okay, we're, we're, we're saying the Toronto Raptors, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Philadelphia 76ers. Incredible what these teams oh, have been yeah, able yeah, to do yeah. this year. Okay. I'm not taking any credit away from them. But are we forgetting about maybe the second best roster in basketball behind the Golden State Warriors? Are we forgetting about what Jason Tatum, Terry Rozier, and Jalen Brown in terms of their debel- development, have seen oh. over the last year and a half. Look what happened last year I when credit- Kyrie ran out. They came within a few minutes of the NBA Finals. Yeah. And, I credit- their- and I credit that all, by the way, to Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens, fantastic. An unbelievable coach. Yeah. And, and, I mean, last year, he remember last year, he didn't even get one Coach of the Year. I mean, to me, I was I was not happy yeah. with that. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, well, because a lot of his, a lot of the playoff run was 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 big. Well, he got the number one seed in the East, also, but the playoff number two seed in the East. Yeah, behind the two. Raptors. Right, the Raptors were number one, but he but the playoff run was also huge in contributing to that, and the Coach of the Year is actually voted for 
prior to the playoffs. I understand that, but it was, I mean, the development of the guys that he had. Yeah. And, and the, no, way that, yeah. the way that they didn't, they didn't fall apart. We see a lot of young teams fall apart in playoffs. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's normal. I mean, we could talk about all different types. The pressure. I don't even know if it's what the, well, I don't know about the pressure. I mean, these guys have been pressured their whole life to, 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 to be the best. So I'm not going to say it's all pressure, but whatever the reason is, they do fall apart. We see young teams fall apart. Yeah, the Celtics are there. Yeah, the Celtics absolutely. have it, and now they have Gordon Hayward, who might not be the same Gordon Hayward we knew, you know, that we knew or that we knew back in the day. But, but they are the they are that team that we're excited to see. So you pointed out that the young stars can fall apart sometimes, and this is the interesting thing that I have I find about the Celtics. They have a combination of both young stars and veterans. Jason Tatum still averaging over sixteen points and and six rebounds a game this year. Great numbers, and you got to remember, Al Horford. I yeah. mean. And, and the Morris brother. And, and, and Marcus Morris. These guys are veterans. I mean, Morris and, and, and his And Kyrie, and obviously we're talking about Kyrie's yeah, in there. And, 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 and Kyrie's also in his, in his eighth, seventh, eighth year. And, and you know, these these guys are, they have they have the Al Horfords, they have the Kyrie Irvings, and they have the uh, the uh, Marcus Morris on the veteran side. Then they have right. Jason Tatum, they have Terry Rozier, and they have Jalen Brown. Brown, and Marcus Smart, and 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 um, and Mark, and Marcus, and Gordon Hayward. Incredible, incredible. Well, would I mean, you consider Gordon Hayward... No, so Gordon Hayward started off the year slow, and he's but I'm he's still he had to find his groove. He still had to find his would groove. Would you consider but him a veteran at this point? No, you're still considering I, him young and learning to develop again. From I mean, the that, beginning that's that's already up for debate. But the bottom line is, the bottom line is that Gordon Hayward is a guy that was one of the top oh, yeah, twenty never, players in the NBA before he went, before down. went down. When he went to the Celtics, oh, that's why everyone's going nuts about this team. They had all He'll this young there. talent. He'll get there, by the way. He'll, I hope for his sake and for the, I mean for the Celtics. I mean it would be almost unstoppable. But uh, before he went down, and that's why people were so psyched about the Celtics, even going into the year, not necessarily knowing they would get the number two seed. And Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum would both turn out to be the players they did. Right. But they saw they had this young potential talent, Mixed. and they added Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving's on the team now, Al Horford's on the team now, Marcus Smart's on the team now. I mean. There's nothing to say about it. So, for, for me, I'm not concerned about their loss last night to the Blazers. No. I'm not concerned about the way they played down the clutch. It, it was it is an exception to the rule, not a proof to it. <coughs> and I believe that the Celtics will rebound and get a fifth, fourth seed in the playoffs. And whatever they do, I still think they're going to make a deep playoff run. I still firmly believe that they are the top threat to the Golden State Warriors. Not that they are a threat. I don't think they are a threat. But I think that they are the top threat to the Golden State Warriors. Okay. Now we want to shift a little away from basketball, okay? And talk about Nick Foles for a second. Um, so we know that last night, Nick Foles, the Eagles, Eagles announced that they were not going to franchise tag Nick Foles, which means we have another quarterback I, to talk about. Might be the, anyway. It might be the craziest free agency on, on, on for this one. Um, I mean, yeah. It, I don't know your take. I, I I'm try. I I've still been trying to look around the NFL for the best fit for Nick Foles. Yeah, so it's it's an interesting. It's, it's, the it's answer hard. is the Eagles, and they're going with Carson Wentz. <laughs> okay. So wait, so you you think the Eagles should have kept Nick Foles up along board? Um, no, I think that they should have looked to trade Carson Wentz because that's two years now with injuries, but he's still valuable, and there are a lot of pieces that that the Eagles can fill. Whether it's a receiver, not the great on receivers, but there's always a there's always a hole in every team that you can that you can fill, uh, and you could have gotten draft picks. I mean, you could have gotten. I mean, if right, if you settle with a quarterback and you trade up for a good pick, you can get top player, a defensive player, uh, a running back, not a running. Well, Several good players. I mean, there's there's several good players mm-hmm. in that. 
So for me, yeah, I would I would have went with trading cards. Now is it a lot of money? Is it blah blah blah? It's another story for another time. Yeah. So, but now that we know that Nick Foles is but on the Nick open Foles market, which team? Okay. So I'll tell you which team I think is the best fit. I'm not quite completely sure about which team I think is the best fit. The rumors have been out there about the Jaguars, um, and the Giants and Redskins surfaced today. So right. let's talk about that for a second. The Giants, right? Which is an interesting topic. Giants had the number six overall pick in this year's draft. Kyler Murray, which we discussed last night at length, um, came in, weighed in today, 5'10 height, 207 pounds. So a lot of teams are hiring their draft stock. Okay, he's 5'10, he's not 5'9. That, inch, I guess, makes a big difference to a lot of teams. The fact that he's 207, he's above 200 pounds, makes a big difference to a lot of teams. The Giants, perhaps, as well. So now they're saying we can see him going top five. And as we said last night, he's going to slowly climb up that board. Well, and I right. predict that by, by draft day, he'll be number one overall. Could be I'm wrong. Anyway. With that being said, maybe the Giants are looking into Nick Foles. It's an interesting fit. I still think going with... I, I, I don't like it. I don't like it for the Giants. I don't like it. I, I think trading up and getting Kyler Murray would be in the, in the best interest of the New York Giants. Forget about Nick Foles. If you have to sign a guy like Nick Foles, you're going to have to give him a monster contract. And that's not saying that it's going to have to be a Kirk Cousins contract necessarily, yeah. of $84 million guaranteed. But it might be 20, 20 plus million. Right. Per year. Yeah, that's that's a that's a hurt to any salary cap. Absolutely. And the Giants are a team that need to rebuild from the bottom up. Yeah. Nick They're Foles a team is not that the needs answer. that salary cap. And and Nick Foles is not going <laughs> to... I say this with caution, because saying Nick Foles is not going to win you Super Bowls. He was 9-2 at the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. And was he a was Super good. MVP. I mean, did good. I, props to Nick Foles. That guy is an incredible, absolutely incredible playoff quarterback. We've seen that. It's what he did last year against the Bears. What he did, the few, what he did two years ago in the two games. I mean... He's played well in the playoffs. Uh, he, he has a clutch team. You can see he has a clutch team. But Nick Foles would not be a good move for the Giants. They need to remain salary cap efficient, trade for Kyler Murray, get the young talent, and build from the ground up because they have a lot of voids in that team. You hear what I'm saying? I definitely do. Yeah, I agree with you on the point with uh, the, the Giants. Um, the Redskins, on the, <clears throat> on the other hand, uh, I don't like it either. Uh, I think I think that... There's not a lot of money. Uh, he's the question is: Is he gonna follow the money? If he's following the money, he's gonna end up in Jacksonville, or even crazier. I might even if if I mean Bob would kill me, but would you take Nick Foles, who's been proven over Kyle Murray, who's been proven? I mean, uh, well, for for okay, for for a rebuilding team like I said, like the Giants. No, I would not because they need much more than no, just a quarterback. But I'm talking about. The a good quarterback is the most important talking thing. about the Cardinals over here. The Cardinals, with the number one pick, can take now anything they want if they go and get Nick Foles in the draft with that number one pick. Yeah, but again... The, the and Cardinals, they can trade out the pick. Yeah, but the Cardinals would be another example. That would be a perfect example of that. They, this would be a terrible move to sign Nick Foles for the Cardinals because, number one, let's say you think Nick Foles is better than Josh Rosen. I don't know if he is. Nick Foles is a good quarterback. He's proven to be a solid quarterback in the NFL over the 11 games he started, at least, right? right. 11 games he started. He's also but, tied for the most touchdowns in the game. Yeah, but, no, no, <laughs> I, I, that's, all that can be true. <laughs> I mean, but I, Josh I, Rosen is still a young quarterback. and There's he's still, a lot to learn. And you're, you're paying him a few million a year. Right. You're saving $20 million a year compared to what you can be paying for Nick Foles. Right. So I think that would be terrible for that. And the Cardinals have... One of statistically one of the worst offensive lines in the oh, history yeah. of the game of football, which means that's something they need to address, whether it's for the draft, whether it's in free agency. Right. The bottom line is that it's something they need to address. So uh, for the Cardinals, no. The, the only team I would 
think that it's okay. Me personally, I don't think any team should go for Nick Foles. No, I'll tell you I, why. Well, I'm on the same page as you here. Yeah, okay, I so, don't like him. Well, no, it's not that. It's not that I don't like Nick Foles. It's that you're gonna have to pay a boatload of money for him, and he's not good enough to win you Super Bowls unless you have a really good team around him. That's and if you have a really good team around him, it's not that I don't like him. It's, I'm on the same page as you. Right, right. right. And if you do, and if you ha- have a good team around him, it's likely that you don't have enough money to pay him. Right. So one leads to the next. The Jaguars, if they have enough money to pay him, the Jaguars have still have a very good defense. They what, still, what is Blake Bortles' contract right Blake now? Blake Bortles has two years left in his contract. They gave him a three-year extension, I think. Three-year contract okay. last year. They have two years left in the contract. I, I, I'm ignoring Blake Bortles. For the Jaguars, I think, yes. If you, To put money aside, if I had to pick a team, I would pick the Jaguars. Just because, listen, Blake Bortles, Nick Foles, and you can't see it, but I'm moving my hands as if it's a scale right now, and I'm, and I'm lifting Nick Foles above Blake Bortles. I'm, I'm, well, I'm actually, going with Nick Foles every day. Right. Right, right. It's, it's one of those, yeah. I mean, I'm going with Nick Foles every day. Even if, the, if I have to swallow up and pay the money, I'm going with him, but I personally, if I was an NFL team and I have to pay him twenty million plus, I wouldn't. I mean, he's just he's not good enough to consistently for a sixteen game season win you games. He's not. He's good for a sample size. He's not good for a whole season. I mean, I'm sorry to say that. I'm, I'm, I don't mean to be offensive to Nick Foles. And what he did for the silly city of Philadelphia was amazing, unbelievable, unbelievable. And I'm giving props. I, I always do. I, I I really like what he did in those playoff games against the Eagles. I mean, he was incredible. Every throw was marvelous. It was it was I mean, a masterpiece. He went. He went. I mean, just the Super Bowl with Tom Brady was him and Tom Brady just went at it. I mean, to me, that was the most entertaining Super Bowl that I can remember. One of the most entertaining for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, for as far as Nick Foles, I think we both agree I wouldn't sign to too much money. But if we would go with any team, it would be the Jacksonville Jaguars. We want to touch on this for a second that um, Robert Kraft. Really? Robert Kraft actually was arrested. Was not, well, no, I'm sorry. Robert Kraft was not arrested. He was, there were allegations that came out against Robert Kraft on, about going to a massage parlor. And it turned out today that he was, in fact, not arrested. Contrary to what I said. Nothing happened. All, he was found not guilty. No, he pleaded not guilty. He pleaded not guilty. He pleaded and not guilty. That but there the court case, see, as you see, I'm not very no, updated on this the, case. <laughs> the situation with that was is that he. Uh, well, arrested or not arrested, that he was charged with solicitating and paying for prostitution or whatever it was, and he, they claim that there's video evidence, and he pleaded not guilty, which to me, I mean, it's not something we have to touch on, because do I think it's going to affect the Patriots? Not in the slightest. Do I think it's going to affect anything? Yeah, maybe his stock, or maybe his name, when someone, you know, maybe he might be like, but at the end of the day, he's just the owner of a team. He's just, all he does is sign a paycheck. He's not a player. There's nowhere that says he can't, you know, do these things. Do I mean, is it illegal? Yeah. yeah. But we're but that's a personal thing, right? They said it's the same thing as if he got a traffic ticket. Right. That's what he's facing right now. Right. Which which doesn't it's seem a, very. It's a fine, because he's not. You know, he's just he just went there. I'm not something I want to touch on so much. I don't think it's that interesting. I think it's obviously something to follow, and it's going to be interesting if something happens to him and what the NFL's actions towards it is. I don't think they'll take action. I don't think so. But that's that's really what I have to say on it. I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of that being the headliner of every single sports yeah. newscaster that I turn on. I just it's. Bad. So there, there's there's a lot of uh, and I'm, time. Not, I'm not saying he, what he did is is right, but it's not. We don't want to focus on that. We'd right. like to focus more on the sports a- aspect of things, not the off field issues. Um, 
Although this is this might this might be a pressing issue, but just not for us. That's not what we do. Right. We talk about sports. Uh, we we wanted to bring it up because it is an important topic that's been discussed at great length oh, yeah. throughout the world of sports. But it's not something we want to talk about. But but uh, the the la- the last thing I want to talk about right now is breaking news that 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 went down today. Incredible news. Jason Witten, who was in the Monday Night Football booth last year, okay, he signed a contract, four year contract with ESPN. Right. Going to be in Monday Night Football booth. Just decided today that he wants to return to the Dallas Cowboys for his 16th season as a tight end in the NFL. Incredible story. I mean, I like what Jason Witten did. I like what Jason Witten did. I, let's see if he still has some juice left in the tank. Antonio Gates showed it this year. He was extremely valuable for the Chargers. Right. Not necessarily as good as Hunter Henry could have been, but being that Hunter Henry got injured this year, it opened the door up for Antonio Gate. I mean, I don't know how often he would have said he opened the door up for a future Hall of Famer. Right. But you get the point at six, in, in his 16th year. Incredible story. I love what Jason Witten's doing here. I just want to go through. Jason Witten has played more games than any player in Cowboys history, and that's a long history of five Super Bowls. He has fifth to most receiving yards of all time out of any player that stayed on one team. In his entire uh, career. Who, do you know, do we have that list in front of yes, us? Yes, we do. Actually, it's an interesting list. I, I want to go through it now. So, Larry Fitzgerald Shout comes out. in at number so one. That's, that's an obvious and he, one. Right? And he's actually also coming back for another season. Which is... Which okay, is that guy's most consistent. Incredible. Him and LeBron James. Incre- I mean, <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald's been able to for the Arizona Cardinals, no matter through thick and thin, and mostly thin, <laughs> because that Cardinals team, other than that Super Bowl run, has not been very good. And then they win. And they didn't win. They had a court one. They were very close, and Fitz uh, made a huge play oh, that last, towards that, the end of that game. game. Huge. Right, of course, I remember that. Number two on the list is Marvin Harrison. Number three is Reggie Wayne. Two back-to-back, two back-to-back Colts, back-to-back Colts players. Yep, wow. and they both play- stayed with the Colts their entire careers. Tom Br- and, mm-hmm. and Peyton Manning, I'm sorry. Yeah, and Peyton Manning, exactly. Steve Largent comes in at number four from the Seattle Seahawks, right. and then Jason Witten at number five, the only tight end on this list. For a tight end to be in that company is remarkable. It's now, remarkable. we know we were aware that not many players do stay with their team for their whole career, and, right. not, and specifically players that have 15-plus year careers. But it's incredible. I mean, what do you think? Do you think – I, I want to get your opinion on this for a, well, for a minute. I want, I, want, I want to ask you, do you think – that Jason Witten is smart for leaving the booth. He had a good job, Monday Night Football. It wasn't going great in the beginning, but he started getting the hang of it, and he started doing well. I thought I, I enjoyed his commentary. I thought Eventually he did a good job. I did. Yeah, I, I, I thought he thought he improved very much, and I thought he did a good job, and I thought this year he was going to do very good. Now, if you get an opportunity in the NFL, it's hard to turn down. But for Jason Witten, from his perspective, do you think it was smart to leave the booth and go to the NFL? Well, he said that he, it wasn't a request, and that it was his own decision. Right. Um, Which is and, why I'm asking. Right. Um, I'm excited. Um, his comments today said that he believes in this young core and that, uh, that he, I, th- I think that they are missing a veteran on that team. I mean, there's really no veteran, veteran, veteran like that, you know, on that team. Uh, I think Antonio Gates was that type of guy for the Chargers. I know Philip Rivers has been around a long time, mm-hmm. but Antonio Gates was kind of in there, you know, through that playoff run, which obviously they got a hard beat. But I think this is perfect for the Cowboys. And Jason Witten is an incredible athlete. Is he? Can he stay healthy? We'll find out. He's old. He's old. He's old. For an NFL player. But you know what? LeBron James is also old. Well, don't, don't, don't bring back. Obviously, I'm just saying. And we have and Larry reg- Fitzgerald is old. Also. I'm not going to say don't bring a gun to a knife fight because I discovered last <laughs> night that the expression is actually <laughs> bring don't bring a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> Um, it shows you how much I know about this stuff, but but no, but 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 we'll have the jury's still out on whether or not he, he you know 
It was yes. a good decision. Right. We'll have to see how he performs this year. I'm excited. And listen. I think it's what they need, and they're going to make a big playoff run. Really? You're, you're, you're stating that on the record right now. Yes. Okay. I, I don't know how much I believe in Dak Prescott. I don't know. We'll have to talk about that another time. I think it's huge that Dak Prescott has a guy who, who knows what he's doing, can find himself open. I mean, you throw the ball up Yeah, but there. 16 years in the league. 16 years. You think he's going to have that big of an impact? I mean, throughout, throughout the Cardinals' history, all they do is... They're never the in trouble. They, no, I'm, I'm just going to the Cardinals. They oh. just kind of throw it up in there. And actually, no, Larry Fitzgerald has the ball. Uh, Jason Witten's bigger. Can he stay healthy? We'll find out. But a healthy Jason Witten can take them far. Also, just the fact that Jason Witten is going to be on that sideline is huge. Okay, I can buy that. I think on the field and off the field, players will enjoy its company. Obviously, also he'll get to have one last year. Regardless, let's say they, they, they don't. Let's say they go on sixteen. He'll have one last year where one last hurrah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the off-field thing, although I think it's a little overrated, I I do think You're that they'll have him as a leader either. is still is still quite a it's an it's an important thing. But but the off-field thing is obviously the on-field thing is obviously much more important. And I really honestly don't know how much of an impact he'll have. We'll have to see. He's a little older, but anyway. We just want to say that the Phoenix Suns actually got eliminated nah, from nah, the playoffs nah, last night. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, 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 goodbye. And every time a team gets eliminated from the playoffs, <laughs> we'll be here to tell you. Um, still, we'll 29, send them off. still 29 teams left, right? Yeah. So even though, uh, I'm sorry to the Phoenix Suns, <laughs> the good news for the Suns is that they are higher in the Zion Williamson <laughs> sweepstakes. So, uh, so bravo to the Phoenix Suns. And uh, we, we wish, you, take, we you, wish you farewell. You take, you did it right. You good, take. good job on the taking. Anyway, that'll do it for us here. One more news we forgot. What? What did we forget? Bryce Harper. Oh my gosh! Bryce, Bryce Harper, Harper signed today. This, okay, so so we, we're, we're, we'll talk about this for a minute. Bryce Harper signed thirty three hundred and fifty million dollars. Thirty three hundred thirty million dollars. Three hundred thirty million dollars. Yeah. Correct. For 13 years, there's no opt-out. Less than Manny per year. Less than Manny and per year. And we talked about this. Right, we did. That is correct. But Manny has the opt-out. Team also can opt-out at that one. At what point? I believe five. Okay, same thing. I, I believe so. The issue, though, with Bryce Harper is 13 years, no matter what happens. I don't know how much of it's guaranteed. We haven't had... I haven't come across the contract details yet. I haven't been able to read the contract details yet. But he will have 13 years regardless of what happens to him on the team. On the Philadelphia Phillies. On the Phillies. I mean... But, but, not, but he got. we didn't mention that he got signed by the Phillies. I think we oh, forgot. I all the, all, all the excitement. The Philadelphia Phillies have signed Bryce Harper to a 13-year, $330 million deal. You heard it here. Right. Um, anyway... That's big news. We'll have to talk about it. We don't really know the contract details. We can't get so into it. So we can't get really into right. it. But I do want to Great say... Great hit for the Phillies. I do want to say, there is one guy. We're going to ask our listeners to text us if you know who, at the end of Bryce Harper's contract, who will still be getting paid at the end of Bryce Harper's contract. Rocky might not even know this. Who has a contract longer than longer Bryce Harper. Longer than Bryce Harper right now. Okay, trivia question for y'all. Sure. You can... Listen... You have to, you have to, uh, it's very big. You have to text us in. Yes. At 810-990-MAKE. That's 810-990-6253 brought to you by Make Me, the Make Me official hotline. Please text us in. We want to know your answers. I mean, this is, this is a good question. I guess we'll find out on next week's (laughs) podcast. 
But that'll do it for us here. We'll have to go into Bryce Harper a little more next time. Next week. Next uh, Monday. We'll be here Monday. We're a little over time already, but we'll be here Monday. We'll be right back here with all the latest headlines of the weekend. Looking forward to the next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, and all the other Anchor. platforms. Anchor. Thank you, Absolutely. Anchor. Thank you, Anchor, by the way. Shout out. We're making this podcast through them, and they they do a fantastic <laughs> job at designing their app and everything, and it's very intuitive, very easy to use. Thank you so much for joining us. Rebrief Sports. Rebrief Sports for, for sponsoring us. Anything else I forgot? Because it seems like I'm not doing this very well. And every no, time we're, we're, I try to cut us off. I'm trying to remember, but yeah, we're running out of time. Running okay. out of time. Anyways, you guys have a wonderful night. You guys have a wonderful night. Enjoy your nights. Enjoy your weekends. Hasta